0: Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you will move by your power, that you move by your anointing. Sweet Holy Spirit, come into this place. till the follow groans of a heart that makes teaching, preaching and revelation easy and receptible for your people. God, I ask you right now, God, that you hide me behind the cross, that you give me access and ability to minister to heaven, that I may rightly divide the word of truth in Jesus' name. If I was going to pick a topic today, be mindful. The rock that begot you, you are unmindful. And a lot of times, when God does things in our life because He's not doing what we want right now, we become in a place that we get. Complacent, We get in a place that we get unhappy or unsatisfied or undiscontent and that all of a sudden it causes us to rethink where we are in God or cause us to think, you know, what is going on? Why is it? I'm doing all that I can, but it doesn't matter what you're doing, but it matters what is the spirit of Christ is telling you because we're living in an hour now. You have to be obedient to the spirit. That's why people need to be born again. That's why people need to understand what this next move of Christ is. Christ is not moving the way that he used to move. He's moving in a way that he has to do it because we're approaching the end times. Or some people say, we're in the end times. And you're going to find out that's why it's going to be a lot of heartache and pain. There's going to be a a lot of suffering the closer we get to the end times because the church is going to go through so much. You probably say, well, my mama and my granddaddy went through that," But yes, that was for that time. But now God is coming into another realm. If you look at the world and everything that's happening in now, are so ungrateful. They're so in a place they don't even want to serve God. Their mind is not even on God. They, don't, they think God is some passe. It's not what it is and we can serve God the way that we want out of our own spirit. What happens when your own spirit is corrupt? What happens when your own spirit is living in a place of hate and unforgiveness? What happens when your spirit is in a place that you're mad about the next man that done you wrong? What happens when you're in a place when you divorce? divorced? What happens in a place when your children have disappointed you? What happened in a place when the job that give you the peace that You cannot serve God out of your spirit unless a man be born again. We're coming to the place that we're ungrateful. We're unmindful what God has done. We're living in a microwave generation. You think because you pray it now or you put money in it that God is just going to reproduce it overnight? This is not a hybrid, I mean hybrid type of religion. This is something you got to be born in. God does not bless you with everything that you want. He says, "Seek ye the kingdom of God, and all of these things shall be." When is it shall be? Shall be is when you get yourself together and learn that for God I live and for God I die. Whether He bless me or not, He's done all that he has done because of his goodness. If it had not been for the Lord thy God on our side, I don't know where will we be. I thank God for sending his only begotten son That die on the cross for our sin. How should I be unmindful of the great things that God has done? How can I be unmindful for all that he did? I woke up this morning, not in my own marriage. I woke up this morning to serve the Lord. You need to understand, it was the Lord well. It was the Lord thy God that woke you up out of the land of Egypt brought you out of the house of Asia, out of bondage. You need to understand it was the Lord thy God is doing these great things for us. How dare you be mindful of them? The rock that begot you that rock is Jesus Christ And you are unmindful. We're covering it all with that. The church is in a state of apostasy. What is apostasy? You have back in the faith. The Bible said there's going to be many false prophets going to come in His name. And those of you that are so church-minded. And you sew it up into a pastor Or sew it into evangelists evangelist Because they, they say the right things The Bible said they're going to have itching ears They're going to tell you everything that you want to hear you got to understand something We're living an hour now That people are not preaching the true gospel What is the good news that Jesus Christ Died on the cross for your sin You need to understand that we're in a state of apostasy People are bad in the faith Sound doctrine is leaving the land But yet the Bible tells you, don't put no hope in today. Don't put no hope in the people. They're gonna disappoint you. People you done done stuff up for years. Why are they breaking your heart? Was there an idol before God? We make people and things an idol. And we have come so unmindful of the things of God. And some people their children. Some people it's the husband and the wife. Some people some pastor or evangelist of the 5 ministry. you got to understand something. What are you serving? People are serving a whole lot of stuff. People are serving their house, their car, their job, money. And we forgot the basic principles of Jesus Christ. I looked up the definition of mind. It says mindful. It says conscious or aware of something. That's why you find so many people now are walking around depressed. The enemy is going to throw everything at you. You better start binding the wandering of your mind. The spirit of deception is in the land. I've never seen a generation where the women are trying to be like something other than what God has ordained them to be. Unmindful. Where is your conscience? What are you aware of? If you're more so aware of what's in you, then being mindful of what God has placed you here to do. He said in the last hour, her, you need to understand that there's going to be a great falling away. So one of the greatest charges that Jesus told the disciples was to go into all the world and to preach and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Only the ones that do the will of the Father are going to have peace in this hour. <laughs> there's going to be a calamity around you. Oh, but the joy of the Lord is my strength. Foc-ing, focusing on, uh, says focusing one's awareness of the present moment. We're talking about mindful. Especially as a part of a therapeutic uh, arm. Mo- it says meditative technique. We're talking about mindful. I'll just give you Wikipedia's definition of it. That's why you have to read the word daily. That's why you have to understand what is going on in the spirit realm. I looked at the word begotten. What does begotten mean? It says in the Bible, it says, to father or produce a, as offsprings. John three sixteen. it says what? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten, the offspring. We are Jesus' Christ offspring because he was the first begotten. He was the first. You didn't understand. That's why there was a four year gap between the Old and New Testament. God was redirecting things. That's when when Jesus Christ came on the scene. That's why he was healing and doing things on the 7th where the people in the Old Testament, they were just stuck to the law, which nobody could keep. So he's the only begotten. We are the of the begotten son, the only and begotten son. Jesus Christ died on the cross for what? Your sins. That you may have a right to the tree of life. That you have a way out of sickness and disease, heartache and pain, disappointment, failures, being mistreated. Romans 8 and 35, 36, time what can separate me from the love of God while we're allowing things in this earthly realm to separate us from the spiritual realm? Exodus 3. I'm going to read verse 1 through 10. I'm going to skip around. Now, Moses kept the flock of Jero, Jero, Jethro his father-in-law. I'm going to go down to verse 2. It says, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of the bush. So he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Some of you are going to get an interruption in your life. Some of you are finna transition from out of the old into the new. And this is what is finna happen to Moses. When God appears in your life, that is a moment of pivotal point in your life that there's got to be a transition in your consciousness that you become mindful of why you're here in this earthly realm. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. You got the answer. His conscience became aware of what he was seeing. And you think these movies walking dead. Dead man walking no spirit, grabbing everything in sight, but yet not obtaining the truth and knowledge of who Jesus Christ is. Look at these movies. They tell you exactly what they want you to do. Why are you so caught up in all of this negativity? Why are you allowing your children to be Exposed to all of these things in the atmosphere, and you think they're going to have a, a good spirit or a godly type of conscience or spirit when you allow them to look at demonic things. Verse 5, then he said, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your foot, for the place where you stand is holy ground. He had to pull off something earthly in order to come into a place of holiness. We don't understand that's when we come into a place in God. You got to pull off more of yourself. I don't care what you've been taught. I don't care what they told you in college. I don't care what they told you growing up as a child. Our parents didn't understand everything, but now this generation is wiser and more in in tune to what the Spirit of Christ is saying. Huh? You need to understand something now. It's time to pull off something in the world that we can answer what the calling of God is for our life. We don't let this society, we don't let some man, some woman, huh? some job dictate who we are, and it's not who we are. Are you mindful? Have you forgotten why you're really here? What are you willing to render to the Lord for all of his marvelous works and the great things that he has done? What are you willing to render? What are you willing to give up or to sacrifice? They don't tell you about that. They ain't telling you to fast and pray no more. They're not telling you to read your Bible no more. He says, I am the God your fathers the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob and Moses hid his face for he was afraid to look upon him he knew who God was because of what somebody his forefathers had told him some of us never had an experience in Jesus Christ some of us don't even understand the voice of God but you've been in the church but in the past thing the pastor say the first thing you say is the pastor say but what does God say Everybody miss it. It's nobody perfect. If, it, if, it, if we were perfect, why would we need God? Stop looking at people as their perfectionists. The Bible says we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. You were born in this world and shaped in sin and iniquity. But we have taken people and things in our life as though they are the voice of God. They are the final say so. But yet, you need to understand why God has placed you here. And why we have become unmindful because we have let Babylon get into our spirit. And if we not shape a certain way or drive a certain thing, we are unacceptable, but that's the world. you got to pull off some things. you got to allow God to get in your consciousness and start speaking to you the divine will of God for your life. The greatest revelation you will ever have is what God has said. What the prophet tell me lasts three minutes. But when the Holy Ghost and the power of the living God speaks to me, it lasts longer. It'll be in my spirit 35 years. Seven, it says, and the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cries because of their says taskmaster, for I know their sorrow. Have you ever been in a storm when somebody done had, had not only your mind but your spirit? You were like a dead man walking Whatever they say you did If they were happy this day You were happy If they were sad and bad that day You were sad and bad that day Some of us are stuck up in some bad relationships Some of us are stuck in a bad place in our life And you're crying and screaming How to get out God says, be mindful of what I've done for you. I'm the one that give you life. No man is giving you life. God called Jeremiah from the wound. He got to understand something. God is greater than anything that you will ever face in your life. God is greater than anything that you will ever in contact with her. He's greater than man. His vision is wider than man. His vision is powerful. His body works are greater than what any man can do. I don't care what the doctor saved you from. Oh, but it was by the hand of God that you're still here in the land of the living. I don't care what nobody say. God will give you the job when you're unqualified. I don't know about you, but it's God the one that gives you the ability to get well. He's the one that gives you promotion. It don't come from the north or the south. It Come from the hand of God. How can you not be unmindful of him with all he has done for you? I may not have everything in my life oh but I got with everything that God wants me to be. Paul said in whatever state you find yourself in oh you need to be content but we're not content because we let TV, we let our best friend, we let the husband the wife, the dog and the cat dictate how we are. Somebody got a stronghold on your mind. Somebody's got you. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from the land to a good and large. Land to a land flowing with milk and honey to the place of the Canaan. It says Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. God has come down to deliver His people, but society is telling us that He's not here. People are not tapped into their they. Their consciousness when it comes down to Jesus Christ, or should I say the spirit realm? But yet they speak in tongues or in a tongue, but yet they don't know the spirit of the living God. They don't even know the voice of God. One of the greatest calamities is going to be in this end time because the sheep don't know the voice. You know a pastor, you know what your girlfriend's saying, you know what your boyfriend's saying, but you really don't know the voice of God. When he spoke to Moses, he said, here I am. And Moses fell down on his face. There's no reverence. There's no respect of God anymore. And the more we try to push up Jesus, the more down they tell us we're crazy. You pass time. You serve the God that you want to serve. And you're going to go to hell. That's where you're going to wake up. A lot of times, We think that we always want to give our deliverance or our place that where we come out to somebody physical. But we forget that it was the hand of God. He's all powerful. That's why he's a mighty God. And that's why the great things that he has done for us. We'll lift up everybody else, but we forget to lift up Jesus Christ we have become so unmindful of him we think it's our great insurance we think it's our money or because you can afford the best doctors but it was by the mighty hands of God that delivered you Exodus 20 it says and God spoke all these words saying, I am, the, I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. And that's a small g. That means that ain't the one. There was many people called Jesus in the land. But there was only one true deliverer. Yahshua. Jehovah. There's going to be many false crises in this last hour. They're going to perform signs and wonders, but your spirit should know what power are they coming from. You better go to the book of Acts. When I was growing up, the older people used to believe in bad spirits, and, and people were evil. But now, you, because the laws say that everybody's equal, and, and everybody's this and that, but you better start discerning what's around you. Don't stay there to same face. God will give you what to say to get out of a situation. Some of you are right now are around people that you know they got a bad spirit, but you can't put your hand on it. I serve notice on you today to give you the answer. They're wicked and they're corrupt. And you're thinking they're working in your corner, but all the time they're saying evil prayers. Every time they leave your presence, you got a headache. There's something every time you be with them, and when you get back home, something crazy is going on. I left my house one way. Start putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Don't forget it was the Lord thy God that brought you out of that place, out of that hurtful, wounded place in your life. Deuteronomy twenty ten. Remember me. Remember what I brought you out of. When you didn't have nothing. When I was growing up, my mama didn't have much. But she took us to church. Now, how can I be unmindful? Why because I have a degree or good job? That was the prayers of my ancestors that got me here. So when Jesus Christ, and crucify Him all over again. But I do it to my ancestors that prayed for me to come out of Egypt. How can I be unmindful? The rock that begot you—you have become unmindful of Him. But yet you say you His offspring. There's so many people in the church in this hour thinking that they're saved and they have walked away. The, the spirit of apostasy is running rapid in the church. And why you think all of these pastors are falling? And I told you God said it's going to be another falling. But why do you stay? What is it that you are conscious and why are you locked into something that doesn't? You'll leave a job, but you'll stay in the church that's not even right. Exodus twenty and four: You shall not forsake, You shall not make for yourself any graven images or any likeness of anything that is in heaven or, uh, or says or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Now I ain't gonna go to Revelations. Talks about things under the water. The Bible is a mystery. And you have to have the Holy Spirit in order to unlock it. As I was saying, when I was growing up, my grandmother and them, they believed in the evil things. But now they're telling you it's nothing that they know. That's just you. That's just you got to move in your energy and in your space. What are they telling you? Before they made homosexual legal, they made us laugh. Living color. All Disney's gay. And you want to know why your son and your daughter at a young age, all of a sudden, they start having these feelings. Back in the day, my grandmama said, don't, t- don't put that on TV. No, cut that off. That, There's something right about that. But no, you sit your children from the TV because you you can't deal with them because your mind is hurt or over something, whatever, you can't deal with it. But you're not raising up a child in the way that it should go. And when it's the part God said it's going to come back to it. And you want to know why your child has still been out there 30, 40 years. Did you how did you raise them? What are you allowing society to do? We should be around the table eating together. What's how's your day? We have a let society to divide us. says, For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquities of the fathers and the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. And you probably say, Well, my children I hate you. They say, Jesus. But your heart is far from me. There's got to be a connection between your consciousness, your mindfulness, and your spirit. You know how many people say they love Jesus and go out there and do whatever they want, and there's no barrier up? Look at the hour that we're in. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. They don't care, the war is about money. They're gonna send y'all children out there to fight and they are gonna come back with thousands of dollars. The government is in contract with these contractors that go overseas and make billions of dollars off of your money and your children don't have no arms, legs, or limbs and they are crazy. Get a revelation of Jesus Christ. Nobody is going to protect you like the protection of Jesus Christ in this hour. What congressmen send their children overseas to fight? They go to the best colleges. You need to see this. But showing mercy. To thousands to those who love me and keep my commandment. You need to understand what God is saying. Deuteronomy. Seven and eight says, but it says, but because the Lord loved you and keep it says and kept the oath, He swore to your fathers. He says, He brought you out of with a mighty hand and redeem you from the house of, says, slavery and from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. It is God that is doing these things. It is God. I want to read you something that is in my Bible. And it's pertaining to Deuteronomy 32, but I wanted to read you this. It says, obedience to God's word. It says, reading, memorizing, and meditating upon the word of God. It says, are of no value without obedience to the word of God. It says, to obey the word of God, you do what? The word of God indicates should be done in any situation. Obedience to the word of God is the only way that the children of God can be pleasing to God in the new life. Obedience to God's word results in being treasures, brings treasures by God. Y'all, we are in an hour now. And I must say this, we're depending on the system to take care of us. I have a 401k, I got all of that. But there ain't no guarantee now, you look at the government now. I pray today we don't go, all of us, to our banks and there's no money. Why they want you to stop doing everything like trying to they could push one button and it's all gone. We got to put our faith in the one who died on the cross for our sins because I see that happening. And you're going to sit there and cry because of all that you struggle to save is gone. We got to put our faith in Jesus Christ. Tomorrow is not promise that you're going to have what you have today may not be there tomorrow. What better way to control a society than to take their resources? But we're so busy thinking that what we have today is, is going to be there. We as a church of the living God, are so focused on our systems to sustain us. And we just walk and do whatever. We start at the car. We think the car is going to start. I started my truck. It didn't start. Mm. We got to have a prayer life in Jesus Christ. Because when these things come upon the earth, we the people of God need to be rising up and proud, fasting and reading the word of God. Deuteronomy 32 and four. the rock. His work is perfect for all his ways are just. A God of truth and without justice, righteous and upright is he. I don't want to tell you something. Have y'all noticed one common word? They keep calling him the rock. He's the rock. He's the root, the ground, and source of everything that is an offspring from what he's done. I'm going to tell you something. When I went to Israel, it ain't, it ain't nothing like this. These people live up in the hills, and you be looking on the cliff like you finna fall off. But we Americans have it good. But yet, why wow, we're so ungrateful? And, and it seemed like the more God allows us to have, allows us to have, I ain't say blessed, because half the stuff we have, we did it because, guess what? We just rolled on that grace and mercy. And the more allowing us to have it seemed like the father we get away. Look at our children. they come to church because they because you don't promise them you come to church today I'm gonna buy you the phone and I'm gonna get you some clothes I'm gonna do this. we're bribing our children. If it's not in the house go check your other friends. We're afraid to say no. And like I told this church, you can still say no and be saved. Why are you going to continue to throw your pearls before swine?s It's time out now trying to save faith. Just do what God say do because the blessing of the God is going to be there. You got to see what God is saying in this message. We have become a place that we are not grateful. We're not mindful of the things of God and everything that God is doing and allowing us to happen. We are coming. We're so daisy, and our spirits are just in the place. And then the pastor got to make you praise God. He's got to make you say hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I don't know who woke you up this morning. I don't know who started you on your way. I don't know how you think you got the clothes on your back and the shoes on your feet. And when God brings judgment to America, 9-11 wasn't enough. We got scared for a hot minute. And everybody thought Obama. Yeah, I said, and I'm going to continue to say it. Was y'all black God? But yet, what'd he do? He signed that bill for homosexuality. we need to see everything that we thought was going to work out, didn't work out. And I'm not saying this, it was not a, a monumental thing, I'm not saying that, but keep it in perspective. Everything had its place. And look at everything that's going on now. There's a reconstruction going on. You got to look and see why Megan and that prince is breaking away. Why there's a rebellion. We talked about the Maccabees. Why there's a breaking away. Why there's a structure? The infrastructure is changing. God is changing in the infrastructure, but his words than our change not. ID oh, A.D. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a breakdown. I ain't going to go with the music industry. The Bible says in the last hour, there's going to be a great falling away. And I still say what the word of God say. They're going to say, well, I did this in your name. I did this. He said, depart from me, you workers of iniquity." He said, your heart went, went with me. What they're doing, just like Aaron's son, they're mixing up strange fire. That's why I monitor the music the way that I do. Everything that says Jesus in this last hour doesn't mean he done blessed it. You have to have a discernment. You need to have the fire and the baptism of the Holy Ghost that you can discern between good and evil and hot and cold. God said, I didn't bring you this far to be ignorant in me. Raka. Go look it up in the New Testament. It means empty-headed. I want to read 18, Deuteronomy 32 and 18. It says, of the rock who begot you, you are unmindful and have forgotten the God who fathered you. The people that are born again, I ain't say Christian, because everybody say they saved now, but born again. That's born again. That's got the spirit of the living God. It's people sitting in the church. They ain't got the spirit of God. They got a demon. They ain't got the spirit of God. They doing everything you're doing. And if you don't have a eyes to see and hear what the spirit of God is saying, you're gonna be deceived. Deceived, and you're gonna let them lay hands on you. And you wanna know why you sick and ill? because whatever demon can't do, to transfer another demon. The Holy Ghost transfer what? The Holy Spirit. Don't be stupid. To understand what's going on there's a change of the gods look at this next generation they are not caught up in clothes and stuff like we are they're going back to converts they sell them at Walmart right God is raising up a generation that will obey. God has no problem kicking you out and replacing you with something else that's going to do his will. He, he never had a problem with that. Because if he for forsaken the Jewish people and went to a Gentile nation, why would you not think that he did and continue to generate another generation for something else? Why you think a lot of these generals are dying out? And a lot of old people that's in place now, the anointing is not the same, but yet you'll still look at them on TV because, ooh, they used to be great. That's what you say, and you see no anointing. There is a changing of the God going on. I'm going to read Matthew 16, starting at verse 21, the revelation of Jesus' death. Matthew 16 and 21. It says, from that time, Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Zealites, and Usians were the four political people that was in charge during that time. I'm not talking about the Roman government, but I'm talking about the people that was raising up against Jesus. And i am giving you this information, four people, or four groups of people. Okay, how do you mean? You got the Democrats, the Republicans, now they got another party now, right? Okay, get a revelation. not the Roman government that tried to persecute him. But it was his own. He said, I came to my own, and my own didn't even receive me. I gave you the revelation of Nicodemus. Coming to Jesus in the midnight hour. Are you the true king? Yet you had the law. And could not recognize him. And this is what's happening today. Jesus is on the scene, and the church is blinded to the next move of God. And God said, because my pastors are not doing what they're prophets, are not doing what they're doing, he's allowing sinners to expose people now in the church. Because we're not doing our job. You're so scared of them. The, a true prophet exposes. It tears down. It pulls down, destroys, and uproot and pluck up. And it restores. Because when somebody prophesies to you, they tell you the bad. Then they say, "Well, the word of the Lord said, when you get this, this, here, he's going to bless you, blah, blah, blah. That's restoring you. Some things about a prophet you need to understand. Well, yeah, they, they, they tell me I'm going to be blessed. And you sitting there living home with that man knowing you ain't married to him. The prophet didn't tell you that. Oh, but I'm going to tell them stuff. See, you got to understand the Antichrist. He's going to perform signs and wonders. They tell you your phone number and everything else. They tell you everything. You got this many kids, but they never tell you about your sin because they want your money. I'm going to tell you everything that captivates your mind. That's why it's a terrible deception in the land. 22 Matthew 16 and 22. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. How can, look, look at this. That's so out of order. Now, Peter didn't walk with Jesus. Jesus said, "My time is at hand." So Peter feels that he's that much in charge. Because we think that we gotta, uh, we're gotta, above Jesus Christ by the things we move and do. So we pull him aside and rebuke him. Get that revelation. So every time you disobey God, you're you, you coming against the spirit. And the Bible says you crucify him all over again. Now God is saying, go down Portsmouth Boulevard, turn left. No, I got to turn right because that's more quicker. Be honest with yourself. I done done it. Got a ticket. So he's rebuking Jesus. He doesn't even have the authority and the anointing. small thing the disciples and apostles don't get great until after the book of Acts they came with power and that's when they started started doing what Jesus Christ did he said greater work shall you do why there ain't no signs and wonders Where everybody going to the doctor now where the, the acts of the apostles Oh, I forgot, they got Mercedes and Bentleys now. They got five, they're wearing them red-bottom shoes now. See, that's the thing. They got hair down to their butt. Everybody want to be like J-Lo and Beyonce, so now we got to get butt job, breast job, stomach job. We doing everything now. Because we trying to be like somebody else. Because we don't like who God made us. So before a guy gets somebody holy, he's going to go for that fast girl that's got all that work done. Because now, we live in an hour now, you ain't going to know who you dating. Then you could be, they could be in a man in another life. Pansexuals. Look what the stars doing. Now they're saying that um, celery juice is the best thing. So everybody drinking celery juice. You better stop these fads. Everybody's trying to live forever and exist where? In their world. Nobody's looking for the things of God. They're not looking towards the the word of God. That's passer. That's why God is going to move. In the church now, in a way, the people ain't going to think it's God, but it's going to be God. Just like we sit there and blame the devil for everything, but we never look and see. it's We're doing some of this. We've caused some of this. Why your daughter, why your son in sin? I just read you Deuteronomy. I mean, yeah, Deuteronomy. About that, it passes down. And you want to know why he act like the mama and she act like the daddy. Never seek out God. Never seek out the scriptures. They were left in a account for us to read, so we do not make the same mistake. But no, you get on Facebook. That, that's your Bible. You get on Twitter, whatever they say. And half the people there, that's telling you to do these things, they're not even doing it. And this is what's going on in the pulpit. They're telling you to live right but they're living like a dog. Oh I'm sorry the Bible says heathen. Not if he dating somebody or she dating somebody in the church but you, you, you'll live with that. You'll live with a heartache. You'll live with a pain instead of just getting delivered. Why the, you just don't get delivered. Sometimes you just need to get delivered from you and the way that you think. Something is wrong here. But we're hooked with this, this, that to make us whole. And it don't work. Something's wrong with today's church. Verse 23, Matthew 16 and 23. But he turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of man. we got to start looking to this word that we can catch a hold of what God is saying in this hour. The church is going down. What I mean by that? Because Jesus Christ, he's the rock, it's not going to go down. But the people that's in it are suffering. That's why there's no power in the church no more. And church people don't realize you got more demons than the witches. Why are you bound? What's going on with you? Mindful. The rock that begot you. You are unmindful. I pray that something's been said and done in Jesus' name. Amen.